Hey, Sean. Hi, David. What month is it? July. And what is usually happening just in general in July? And I'm talking about like outside. Well, you start off with Canada Day, then you get America Day, and then you get vacation days. So all of those things uh, require something that is universally enjoyed in the summer. And what is that? For those playing at home, <laughs> the bingo card is definitely going to be David complains about fires in three, two, one. Actually, no. It is July, and it is supposed to be hot. It's supposed to be warm where we spend time outside with friends and family and, you know, sucking back beers and whatever. And this week in good old Kenora, we hit a high of 15 degrees. It is. (laughs) I thought it was just the morning, you know, like, you know, that morning chill when you're on your way out to work, you're like, oh, it's kind of chilly out. It just never got warmer. Uh, it just never it just never got warm. It was a high of 15 today and I'm like, "Geez, it's we're we're like halfway through summer and it already feels like the fall." Now, I am sure this is some sort of just a fluke. Yeah, like, you know, a uh, a uh, glitch in the matrix because down where you are it's what like 30 degrees. It is it's brutally hot. It is so badly hot here right now that I already want the show to end. It is so gross. <laughs> I mean, like our, our temperatures this week are just going to hover around like the low 20s. But uh, you know, it's not going to be hovering in uh, the, the low 20 degrees and not scorching hot that you don't want to listen to it. What is that? <laughs> this episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. Well, 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 David and Sean back at it again. And I apologize if you hear that whirring sound in the background. It's too dang hot. Well, for you. Yeah. Sorry, no central air in this room. I mean, you know, at least I'm saving a ton of money on uh, electricity costs because I don't turn my AC. Yeah, because it's 15 degrees. (laughs) It's 15 fucking degrees here. It's ridiculous. But how how are you, my friend? What's up? What's good? Other than, you know, freezing my katush off in July. Eh, Not too bad. You know, it's uh, we we're we're coming off the tail end of Canada Day. Which uh, which I don't know. What did you end up doing on Canada Day? Anything? Uh, I was actually kind of sick. I'm not going to lie. So last Thursday, I went to a Jays game and the roof was open and the air quality was poops magoo. Like I, I would shit you not around eight o'clock when the light or around nine o'clock when the sun was going down and the stadium lights came on. Mm-hmm. You could see the smoke bellowing into the stadium. Oh, geez. I woke up Friday morning and I messaged one of the guys I was with. I was like, my God, I feel like I smoked a pack last night. <laughs> like I, my chest, <laughs> my chest was so full. Saturday was the same thing. Like I, ha- I was full of a migraine. I just, I couldn't stand it. Like it was a very like rough two days. I like was fine on Sunday, but mm-hmm. that, th- Guys, if it's nine or higher, don't go outside. Stay inside. It's awful out there. <laughs> nine or higher? What does that mean? Like an air quality like a, thing? A, a, air quality advisory. Like oh, we thought see. they were going to close the dome. Like I want a contest to go. And I was like sitting in the like a, a box, which uh, I tried to do. Uh, some listeners on the podcast know because I, I was talking to them. But uh, I tried to do the nine by nine challenge which is nine hot dogs and nine innings. However, you're allowed to start. You're allowed to start before the game. Regular size hot dogs. Okay. You don't have to do like the super extra long. Yeah. What are they they called? The the footlongs. Oh, okay. I guess they are. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I guess, I guess the unofficial challenge is called like nine glizzies, nine by nine. But um, the way the challenge works, according to some Chicago Cubs fans is 
by the time you enter the ballpark, your clock starts and you have to have nine hot dogs finished by the end of the ninth inning. That's like $56. I was in a box, so they were free. Oh, okay. Well, then, oh, okay. You only do it if you're in a box. No, you do it like, so you're supposed to do it on like Toonie, Toonie dog nights. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But I tried and like, I shouldn't have had the slice of pizza. That probably slowed me down. <laughs> that probably did. But like I put in an honest effort and I did not succeed. But six out of nine ain't bad. Yeah, you know, like, OK, now the question is, how how much were you putting on the toppings? Uh, just ketchup and mustard. I'm a ketchup well, and mustard only, dude. Yeah, you know what? I'm a I'm a ketchup and relish relish, dude. I'm not a big fan of mustard. But uh, if you if you don't like pickles and you obviously don't like relish. But uh, I I was uh, I one thing I noticed over the Canada Day long weekend and the happy American Day to all of our listeners, Fourth of July lovers. um, There's a different parallel between the people I follow on Instagram in Canada versus the United States. So in Canada, almost every Canada Day post is like somebody they could be in a bathing suit. They could just be on a boat, but they're holding a Canada flag. They're on a dock. I would say 60 percent of posts have the tragically hit playing in the background. America is just people eating hot dogs and USA bikinis. That is it. That is yeah, the biggest yeah. difference. Fireworks, guns, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. My Canada Day was, uh, well, because there was still the fire ban up here, there was no fireworks. So uh, I just had a few friends over and uh, had had a barbecue and ate a watermelon. I bought a watermelon and it looked massive. You know, like this was like the ultimate deception. So I bought this watermelon and I was thinking, okay, you know what? Like we're going to be outside. It's a, it's a hot day. Nothing is better than like a a nice, cold, juicy watermelon. Yeah, I agree. I I bought this watermelon, cut it in half. And I kid you not, the rind was like two inches all the way around. It was like (laughs) it was like the tiniest amount of watermelon part versus like the like the outside it was it was so so disappointing like we got a a decent amount out of there but it was just like oh man i figured you know like when you like in the in the movies and stuff like that they have like the perfectly cut piece of watermelon it's like 90 percent like pink and then you know 5.5 percent green (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah it was it was completely the opposite direction but i i know the type yeah you- and then uh one of my one of my friends it was funny like it was it was kind of disappointing because it was a it was an early night you know like most of the time when we have like uh, long weekends right like victoria day canada day labor day uh you know all those all those days right uh we just get together and we'll drink and we'll we'll stay up late and and drink and party and all that. Well, some of my friends had to work uh, the next day, which is fine. Um, but then, <laughs> one of them. So I have two new friends who uh, are like they're they're my coworkers, but uh, they're new to Canada. So they uh, were they picked up a few of these like mixed drinks. We we found the Tahiti treat. Oh, yeah, I that, still haven't tried it, so I, I'm hoping it's really good. Oh, it's so good! Like it's dangerous because it just tastes like uh, it just tastes like um, fruit punch, and you can barely taste the the vodka in there. So the, this one guy had one before, and he, and so he's like, "Oh yeah, I like that. Like, I should get it again." So he got it. He's like, "I need to get some vodka because this isn't strong enough. Like, you can't taste the vodka." And I'm like, "That's what makes it so good." Right, because like you can just enjoy it without having to feel like you're 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 not drinking an alcoholic beverage. So he poured more vodka in <laughs> his mixed drink, and within like I don't know, within a like halfway through that, he was just down for the count. So uh, he ended up going home at like nine o'clock, <laughs> and uh, then everyone just kind of the party kind of died down. So then I watched Top Gun Maverick. On Canada Day. Nothing like Canada Day watching American Fighter Jets. (laughs) It was great. But you know what? That's such a good movie, though. And uh, you had pointed out that uh, it was it was almost because I hadn't seen that movie since we saw it. And it was uh, almost exactly a year 
Or like a year and a week. Yeah. To the to almost almost because we went away June twenty fourth. I want to say something like that. Yeah, it was it was m- mid June. No, it was the yeah. end of June because I know what weekend it was. Uh, it was uh, my my mom's birthday. I came home for. I was hungover for it. And I had a flat tire. Was it? I thought it was. I thought it was oh, the weekend wait. before, but. Oh Anyways. no! It, it was the weekend after, maybe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're totally know. right. So uh, yeah, that was my Canada Day. Oh, that's, right. a, that's a fun Canada. So what I took from this conversation, A, <laughs> you like watermelon, which means watermelon liquor is actually interesting. So for those of you who don't know, our friend David, my co-host, my my pal, my confidant, my right wing, my my buddy, my my golfing, virtual golfing partner is getting married in a few weeks. Uh, yeah, we're don't, actually don't tell everyone that. Why not? We have we've joking. already talked about it. I'm just joking, but you know what? Here's the thing, though. Uh, I haven't been proposed to yet, so you, you're gonna keep <laughs> waiting there. Anyways, it's uh, David's bachelor party coming up, and uh, we're both very excited. And I've been trying to think of like fun liquors for him, and I was thinking about either doing a porch crawler or like actually hollowing out a watermelon, put it um, blending the inside, and then putting like a bottle of vodka in there. Either one, super fun. Yeah. Have you ever done like a, a watermelon, like a, a, yes. a spiked watermelon before? I have, but um, the last time we did it, we did it with kind of a questionable drill bit, and it made us really skeptical of how the weekend was going to go because <laughs> we were camping. And we took the drill bit out of the back of my like, my vehicle. <laughs> we're like, this will work. Hollowed it out. And then we also use the drill bit to kind of like buzz the inside. It wasn't the smartest thing we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, probably not. I'll buy but, a new one. But uh, if if you're going to do that, we need to you need to do it like the day before so that. Uh, well, if you're not going to if you're not going to mix up the watermelon innards, if you just want it to soak it up, then you got to do it the day before so that the the watermelon Ness soaks up the vodka ness, and then you can actually have like you don't we have did to. One, we did one once with blue curacao, and like the watermelon looks so cool when we cut it open. Oh yeah, what's that thing that you were sending me the other a few weeks ago? It was like this, like that weird drink that people are putting in, like the big four gallon. Oh, the jugs. Yeah. So essentially, it's just like people put um, liquid IV with some other crap in there, and they're just like. Like that's supposed to get them drunk, but not, uh, but keep them hydrated the entire time. Um, my friends and I, when we were younger and dumber, we used to do these things called porch crawlers where we mm-hmm. would just mix a bunch of alcohol together and we made one. Um, I have the recipe written down somewhere, but it tasted like candy nerds. It was so good. We were at a, like an ultimate tournament where you had to make your own signature drink and we got third place. Nice. And, like there was, I would say it was probably a $200 drink by the time we were done it. Like I'm talking, we bought cherry whiskey, blue curacao, a bot, uh, it was like two bottles of spritz up, six beers, um, some other like liqueurs, Gatorade. For people, who, for people who don't know what spritz up is, it's the uh, <laughs> what is that? Is that the Walmart? PC, PC oh, the, the, the President's Choice uh, uh, brand. Sprite, Sprite knockoff. But like yeah. we we had this like it was just in this big cooler and you just poured it out. But like it turned into like this purple shade and we had Gatorade in it. We put energy drinks in it. There's actually electrolytes. A, it has what yeah. plants crave. Yeah, there, there's a there's a game we used to play called Murder Ball. I think it was what it was uh, or a slap cup. Oh, yeah. One yeah, of them yeah. Where, where you we put played... all the cups in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Slap cup. But like some of the cups have like all the drinks mixed together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my buddy always used to put half a monster in it just to fuck with people. What was, I think there was, oh, did you ever play King's Cup? Yeah, we played King's Cup. Yep. Did we ever play Murder Ball? That one's the the three per uh, three cups per corner um, beer pong. Uh, but you, no, you play no. against You play against the two people across from you, and it doesn't matter who you throw at. Oh, no. No, we never played that one. Uh, I remember playing a game of King's Cup at a Halloween party many years ago, and uh, someone dressed up as Link, and he brought Lawn Lawn Milk. And it was actual milk. <laughs> it was disgusting. So he had this that guy knows milk. how to party. And then uh, he put milk into the king's cup. 
it was gross. <laughs> it was, I, I did not envy the person who had to drink that, but I feel like we got some, uh, I mean, like I, I I'm excited for, uh, for that week. That's actually coming up. Uh, so we have a, we have a special episode banked for that up for that week. Our, our, episode, our listeners aren't going to know. We have a special surprise for that one. As yeah, Sean just a- shaking his head, shaking his head. What? We, full transparency here, all right? Like, Even the guy who always tells me, he's like, you got to remember, every episode is Friday. It doesn't matter what day we record it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's when we release it, but whatever. At this um, point, who cares? <laughs> so I lost, I lost my train of thought. I was going to be like, <laughs> what's more exciting to you? But uh, it's gone. It's over. You know it's what's fine. more? You know what's the most exciting is is you know I have I moved up here like a year, just just over a year and a half ago, or yeah, actually yeah, just over a year and a half ago. And it's I don't get to see my friends all that often. Like we we'll play mini golf on VR and we'll we record this every every week. But I'm just excited to get away from work and spend time with friends that yeah. I haven't seen in a long time. Right, so. It'd be good. Like I mean, the last few times we've seen each other has been wedding related stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And so, the next time we see each other, also wedding related stuff. Well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I was going to say, yeah, after this, it might be, who knows, cruise related stuff. Yeah, like, eventually we're going to go on a cruise if you don't just... do your basement again. <laughs> uh, that, that's a never ending story. I guess we should start talking about like things and stuff and stuff and things. Um, guess what we're not talking about this week? Uh, we're not talking about this episode of the Sea on the Green podcast. No, exactly. uh, <laughs> there was actually no, no real significant news regarding Microsoft and Activision. Yeah. There's just the common belief that the deal will get done. So good for you guys. It might be over. It might not be over. I don't even care anymore. I know. Don't it's just like, we're, we're just pretty much waiting for, the news to break that Microsoft purchased Activision and Sony is sad. I will tell you though, I was hanging out with a friend uh, and we were actually, it was a few of us. We were driving up to the ball game and we were talking about the three major shows and both of them told me Sony's was the best. Really? I was like, but Microsoft had more games. Uh, it had more accessibility. It just, it seemed like the better show and the better product. And I'm like, yeah, but like, did you see the stuff from Sony's? I was like, I don't even remember Sony's. <laughs> I don't remember anything now. It was three weeks ago. But like, I know. I think though, I don't know. Like, what's their main console of choice though, right? Because that's going to uh, PlayStation and PC for the one guy, and Nintendo and Xbox for the other. Interesting. They both said PlayStation had a better show. I Actually, mean, I think I... Nintendo, Xbox, and Nintendo. Interesting. I don't know. I, I think the Sony one, if I recall correctly, had a lot of uh, multi-platform games. So, yeah. And like, who knows if I'm being super honest, Ubisoft one. So <laughs> just to be an asshole, I was like, yeah, the Ubisoft one was the best one. That's nothing even close. But today we're only talking about two different subjects. We're going to talk about some TV shows and we're going to talk about video games. And TV as a whole is kind of scary right now. Because I'm not excited for shows as much as I used to be. Mm -hmm. I think I've hit the wall with Marvel. Where I just want to see the movies. I really don't care to watch 10 episodes of something to lead into a movie. Um, And some of that has to do with the fact that like. Loki was supposed to be this like. Like, um, sorry, WandaVision and Loki were supposed to be these crazy shows that affected Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. I mean, then- Ant Man Quantumania had like a little bit of he who he who shall remains or he who remains, and the um, the flip side of it was like WandaVision definitely laid up Wanda, but that was kind of it for Doctor Strange. I don't yeah, want to and- watch shows anymore to watch movies. And then even with like WandaVision, that was. It, the movie came out so much later than anticipated because of, or no, sorry, it was uh, Doctor Strange came out so much later than uh, anticipated due to COVID and all that stuff, right? So they had this this show that was 
building up to the movie. And I think if they released the movie when they were supposed to, or when they originally planned, it would have, it would have sat a little bit better. It would have done better at the box office. But again, it was just, I mean, we all know that I wasn't a huge fan of WandaVision. Looking back at what uh, Disney and Marvel has released, I would say WandaVision is one of the, was one of the better uh, like TV shows that they released agree. because there is more context in general. Now, my my gripes with the show still remain, uh, but in general, though, it was better than a lot of the stuff that they had released since Loki was, I think one of the best ones. Uh, and it really added to kind of like the lore and the multiverse and, and uh, you know, it got people excited for potentially, uh, I don't know, like just a more interesting future for the movies. Yeah. But the again, TVA was super interesting. I thought that yeah. was neat. It was a cool concept, or, or I guess not necessarily a concept, but you know what I mean? It was, it was cool. But then what has come from that? Nothing. Nothing. Like, so let me ask you, I guess, two questions. What was the last television show that super duper excited you? Because like, I looked at our spreadsheet the other day, and I realized I haven't watched a lot of stuff. Like I have nothing to put on there whatsoever because i'm not watching tv i just have kind of no interest is that is that weird to have no interest in what's currently out no yeah it's just like i'm just i'm so burnt i think i think part of the issue is that the there's was so much hype for various things that uh we're releasing either whether it be star wars whether it be marvel right so there's a ton of hype, but then we keep getting these shows that it's like mm, disappointing, right? If we look at Star Wars, Book of Boba Fett, super disappointing. Mandalorian season three, uh, kind of disappointing. Uh, Andor was was pretty darn good, but you never finished that one, did you? Nope, I got bored. Right? Uh, again, a slow burn, but uh, it it ended up being pretty good. But then if we look at Marvel, okay, we got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which it had its good parts for sure. But again, there was a lot of kind of like political stuff that people didn't really like when we're watching these superhero, these Marvel shows, we want to see the superhero stuff. We don't want to have like four episodes of like political uh, dialogue because it, I, I get it. Like they, they're trying to touch on, on, on other issues, right. And, and make them relevant or, or bring them into like mainstream media in another form rather than like just the news. Um, but again, it takes away from the, the the reason why we're watching the show is for these superheroes. Uh, what was the other one? Super, not Supergirl, Miss um, Marvel, right? Uh, you know, I don't know anyone who watched that show. Well, I know one person who watched the show and absolutely loved it. But what, where was the dialogue after that, right? Like, it didn't really go anywhere. All it was there is to lead into uh, the captain marvel sequel right yeah which again i think i've seen one trailer and there's not much hype behind that one i think that movie's gonna suffer because people don't like brie larson and it's a travesty Mm -hmm. i act like i was talking to a friend of mine who's like he's like me he'll watch everything through and through and he also didn't finish miss marvel he's like you gotta get through it man you just gotta i was like fine because you don't know like we've been burnt by marvel so many times like this whole secret invasion thing right now. The fuck am I watching it for? Am I waiting for armor wars? Yeah. I mean, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about, about that, but I think this is kind of where this topic stems from is that, uh, secret invasion had, has just recently come out. Uh, we're on as of, uh, as of right now, three episodes. Um, I think both Sean and I have only watched the first two. Yeah. How confused Uh, are you? And I have no idea what's going on. Like, I get what's going on. I know what's going on. But it's, I feel like I'm just watching it just to get through. I don't know. Like, there's there's no nothing at the end of the episodes that's just pushing me to watch the next episode. And I get it. We're so used to TV shows where an episode has to end on, like, some sort of cliffhanger. 
right? Something has to happen for us to be like, oh my God, I have to watch what happens next week. Um, but with with uh, Secret Invasion, I I get none of that. I mean, sure, Samuel Jackson, he's a he's a good actor and all that stuff. But again, I feel no connection to any of the characters here. And I think part of the problem is though, is that the Skrill were only in Captain Marvel. Is that what it was? Well, they also appeared in Spider Man. A no little bit, home. yeah, yeah. But they haven't really been a main a main concept in the Marvel movies. Right. Yeah. Well, if if I'll be super duper honest with you, do you get the feeling that like Samuel L. Jackson's just in this movie or this show to be in the show? Like it Absolutely. just doesn't it doesn't even feel good. Like he he doesn't you know when like an athlete ages out and they're just like slow on the ice or on the field and you're just like, why don't you retire? Yeah, that's how I feel about Samuel L. Jackson right now. And I that's the only opinion I really have. But you know, what's funny is that I was I was watching. And I'm like, I feel like he is he's not enthusiastic about being in the show. Really? Right? Like, no, he does. He does. It's very lackluster. Yeah. And I think like we have that with a lot of the 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 actors of from like phase one through, I don't know, six. Yeah. Like the ones that we, I guess you could say that we grew up with. <laughs> what do you think about it? Um, and a lot of them are done. Like, I think who's the only one one that is really that said that they were like fine with playing uh, the character of uh, Chris Hemsworth. Not even that anymore. He said he wouldn't come back if the the, the movies were too silly. Really? Yeah. So Ragnarok was good. And then Thor Love and Thunder was like toilet paper yeah like they're getting they they're like i don't know what what they could do i think they need to go back to the roots of the superhero movies right like they need to go back to um what made them good like if you remember hell like even just the iron man movies the greatest (laughs) the greatest marvel movies ever made in my opinion but those were a, a progression of one person kind of overcoming I, I don't know i guess it was like it was a typical classic superhero movie right but now everything is multiple characters multiverses all these people like timelines and it, it just gets confusing and so then yeah things have to get stupid or silly just so that it makes sense so the one thing about secret invasion and i know i don't want to beat this drum too too much solely because I don't really want to talk about the show until it's over because it's only six episodes, I believe, which is also disappointing. But um, when it comes to Secret Invasion, the one thing that has already pissed me off is the interaction that um, Fury had with Rhodes where he's just like, I brought you in. Dude, we had Iron Man 2. We had Iron Man 3. We had Civil War. He was Tony's guy. He wasn't your guy. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. And like the, the, the weird politicizing and just that there's so much going on in this show that like makes no sense. And they're taking away from the fact that the villains are actually cool. But I don't like, know who the villains are. Well, like Amelia Clark and the guy who's playing like that uh, graphic guy. Yeah. They're like the main villains, but Amelia Clark seems to be like a double agent. But you know what I'm getting? I'm, I'm getting vibes of. I think it's Falcon of the Winter Soldier. Oh, 100% where you have no idea what the plot's going to be to the very end. No idea. And then the the bad guys are, again, this group of people that are creating terror that are trying to take over and and create uh, some sort of like they're trying to break control of the, I don't know, government or, or the powers in charge and then take over themselves. It's the exact same thing that happened in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was that small group of terrorists that, uh, hey, guess what? They blew stuff up <laughs> again. You know, like there's just nothing that is exciting about this. And it's nothing that was, I mean, I'll watch it because I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of crazy cliffhanger or something that's going to connect to Captain Marvel. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, at this point, I would rather have another Moon Knight or a Moon Knight movie. 
See, Moon Knight was perfect because that show made weird sense. Right. It made it was confusing in the right spots that made sense to be confusing. All the right confusion in all the right places. And the big difference is that for the areas that were confusing, they ex- they they explained what was going on with weird dream sequences. Yeah. So <laughs> let me ask you a question. What was the last movie you went to? Like, uh, Actually, the last movie that I went to was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, train's coming in. Yeah. Sorry. You guys are going to hear that. It's too hot. I don't I, I don't even that, care. I didn't even know that you had a train station or train tracks near you. Yeah, it's every night. It's right there. <laughs> Same time. Um, so I have a list of all the movies I've watched this year that are new movies because like I don't count repeats. I have watched a total of six new movies in seven months. That's not bad. That's like almost one movie a month. But like movies that I've wanted to watch, I haven't. Glass Onion, Air. John Wick, which we'll see in August. Why haven't you watched Glass Onion? I just it's, it's a Netflix movie. We just don't like haven't got around to it. Like we want to see Murder Mystery Two, but like it's we're just kind of into gaming right now, and we just want to game and have fun. Like my game list, I'm blowing through games. Mm-hmm, that's true. Um, like I just beat another one, but I'm like I'm going to the movies on Monday for a movie that I didn't even really want to see. But what, I was offered tickets. Mission Impossible Six. Is that what you were supposed to? Is that what you were hi- hiding from me at the beginning of the show? I haven't seen anything beyond Mission Impossible Two. I don't even remember the plots <laughs> of those movies. <laughs> I went so into you're, the... go- you're going into the the final chapter, like the first part, part of the two, final or part chapter, one, right? Yeah, the first part of the final chapter of Ethan Hunt. And you have no clue anything about the the history of the character. So you, you want to know some, the you got some homework to do this week. You want to know the best part? <laughs> so I was in the beat goes on, and I found the five movie collection. So it was MI one, two, three, Ghost Protocol, and whatever the fifth one. Rogue was. Nation or something. Like yeah. That? Or no, I saw a four pack, and then I could have bought Rogue Nation because there's five total movies, and then Mission Impossible six. Not this MI five with um. Kit Harrington. So like the the it's like when they made the Bourne movies with Jeremy Renner instead, and you're like, I don't want to watch that. So I was like, oh, how much is this? I was like, oh, 28 bucks, blah, blah, blah. It's like I could buy it new and get all five movies for 34 on Amazon. And then I found out Paramount Plus mm-hmm. has it for free. So guess who activated a seven-day trial and he's gonna blow through seven movies by Monday? I mean, you're you're definitely in for a treat. Uh, she who shall not be named absolutely loves those movies. Uh, when Mission Possible Fallout came out, I think she had the the trailer on repeat. She would watch it like three or four times a day and was just so excited. So we had to go see the movie opening night. Uh, you know, those movies are I can't I can't believe that you've never seen past Mission Impossible. What was it, Mission Impossible three or two? I don't think I don't believe I've seen past three. I mean, I didn't even really like Mission Impossible 2. My brother was obsessed with that one. That was a big deal. That was uh, that one when it came out. That was the John Boo one. So that one's, <laughs> looking back at it, that one's kind of difficult to watch because John Woo, uh, the director, he was notorious for doing like all the slow-mo shots and like the doves and stuff like that. So that movie had a lot of slow-motion action sequ- sequences. But... <laughs> Uh, you're I didn't even know that the uh, that new Mission Impossible comes out this week. It, it comes out next week. I'm seeing or it next early. week. You're seeing it early. Well, you know what? I might have to take a I might have to take a trip to uh, the movie theater in in Winnipeg. That's probably going to be the next movie we go see then. Because like, remember a few years ago, we saw him do the stunt that broke his leg where he like jumped from building to building. Yeah, that's on Fallout. Yeah. And then he just did that stunt where he, he actually does the motorbike over the cliff side. Yeah, I've seen the it. Yeah. There was like a preview video of something like that. Apparently he did that like seven times. Well, they only recorded it twice, but he launched six different bikes over. Yeah. And most of them were on cables or there was like a net below. And then they were like for authenticity, the one that they recorded, it just fell to the earth. Yeah. That's like, crazy. We don't want to, we don't want to edit it falling. It's just going to fall. 
But yeah, so there's something new about me. Just because I watch a lot of Marvel movies and I've seen all the James Bonds, I haven't seen all the Mission Impossibles. <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> back to TV shows. Uh <laughs> I think the I think the problem right now is that we become so like I said said before I think we become so desensitized and we're we're expecting these shows that are going to keep us on the edge of our seats for for so long and like for every episode and when Marvel is coming out with these shows and like we obviously don't know the bigger picture right but you know I feel like for Secret Invasion as of right now they could have fit the first two episodes into like a quarter of the time <laughs> and they could have put it into a movie. Right. You know like, what? I'm so glad you said that David, because what is the one thing you fucking complain about every single Marvel show and star Wars show for that matter? This is the only thing that I'm actually fired <laughs> up on because they finally well, like they heard you. They heard you. You're getting angry. What's going on? <laughs> the secret invasion is the only Marvel show. Yeah, that ha- it's two for two above 55 minutes. There are 58 minutes runtime each. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but but like you'd watch. A but here's episode, the- you'd be like 24 minutes. What the fuck? I know. Right. But here's the thing, though, is that these are these are long episodes and they're just so drawn out. Like nothing really is happening. That's like, oh, yeah, like I need to watch what's what's next. Right. Like, that's the thing is like when we had when we had the Mandalorian, how like season two, we'll say is probably the best season out of all, all three for the Mandalorian. When we yeah. had Loki, all that stuff, you know, those episodes, those shows were so good that when we saw when I saw a short runtime, it was disappointing, right? Because like you want to see that show, you want that content, but now, you know, we have two episodes of secret invasion that are almost an hour Exactly. Like and probably like with still with ten minutes of of uh credits, but still we have like fifty-five minute runtime episodes and nothing significant is happening. Look, right? like, you're you're not wrong. I think the first episode ended on a crazy cliffhanger. It did. And you're just like when you you get kind of gutted at the beginning of episode two when it's like real and you're like, no. So like they're at least mild spoiler they're killing characters so like cool that's that's cool but in in classic marvel fashion just because someone dies doesn't mean that they're dead yeah it could be a deep fake they're gonna bring fury died remember yeah they're gonna bring they're gonna bring like they can bring back anyone just to make it just to be able to fill in some sort of plot hole or move another plot forward it's, that's like, that's the frustrating part. I I'm not a fan of a lot of TV right now, and it's it's tough. I'm starting to get into like these. I'm like preparing myself for the fall to watch a lot of these docu series, like Full Swing. I want to watch the um the the HBO show The Lakers Dynasty, where it's just like that. It's how they built the Lakers in the 80s, and it's like a drama. Mm, okay. Um, I want to watch um Drive to Survive. Because some of my friends watch Formula One, so I kind of want to get into that a little bit. But I want to watch these things because it's like real life events. Here's the thing, guys. And some of you guys may be resistant to, to this fact or know that it's coming, but the writer's strike isn't going away. There's going to mm-hmm. be no new TV in the fall. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you're the kind of person who's just like, oh, my God, new show, I've got to blow through it. I'd wait. Yeah. So some of the biggest shows ever are being delayed and delayed and delayed. Movies are being delayed. Deadpool three has um, a rule on set now where they can't improvise lines. Really? Yeah. Because of uh, Actra. So because or not Actra, whatever the union is that's in there. So I was reading that Ryan Reynolds, like in order for them to keep on time and budget, they have to keep recording through the strike. So the writers that they have, they're paying, but only those writers can write jokes. Part of like the problem with the strike is uh, all these writers are writing stuff and then actors are just like, oh, but this would be way funnier. Okay, so it's kind of like 
crossing the picket line, but also not at the same time being like, hey, yeah, we're going to keep going, but we're going to be, we're going to, well, we're going to follow late the night rules TV a little bit. Is surviving because writers are crossing the picket lines. Mm-hmm. Or these, like, these uh, personalities are paying out their people. Yeah. I found that I am watching like older shows, like kind of going back and rewatching that stuff just because everything was from a simpler time back then. You know, I'm still, I still dabble in watching power Rangers. I mean, like we were, I was on a pretty big power Rangers kick before, but now I'll just like, if I'm tired in the evening, I I don't want to play any video games and I don't want to watch anything. That's like, I have to really pay attention to. I'll throw power Rangers on. I've been watching Norseman. Have you watched that? No, it's uh well, you know, the show Vikings, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Norseman is a it's like a Dutch or Norwegian show or something like that, uh, but it's in English. But it's it's like Vikings, but like a parody, so it's like more comedic. Uh, you might like it. It's it's actually pretty funny. But I've been watching that on Netflix, and that show came out in like 2016 or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'll... my my to watch list is much higher than my uh, watched list. And yeah, like uh, what else? Uh, Love, Death and Robots. I mean, there's three seasons or three, I guess. Yeah, three seasons of that or three volumes of that. And again, those are like short episodes. But again, old stuff, right? Like stuff that's come out from before. Um, I mean, we're watching Designated Survivor still and <laughs> it's it's getting frustrating. It's just like. Every every episode is like, oh, what other problem is this single this president going to single handedly? Solve? Are you not done yet? No, we watch an episode a day. But I thought you started this like a year ago. Oh no, no, no! Uh, how many episodes is in season one? Oh, uh, like fifteen. 20. Fifteen. So yeah, we're about a month in. I think we're about so, halfway through season two. I will tell you straight up that once we found out it was canceled, we stopped watching it. Because we were like, oh, yeah, we'll catch up. Didn't even survive. Yeah. See, the thing is, is is, uh, she who shall not be named and myself is like, we're just watching it because, again, like there's nothing else that is really catching our eye. Like we could watch these documentaries and stuff like that that are on Netflix or Disney Plus or whatnot. But, you know, they're all about, you know, murderers or disasters or missing planes. It's it's all like kind of gloomy, gruesome stuff. And as much as I love watching like a true crime documentary or something like that, after a while, it gets tiring. It's like I want to watch something that I can just forget about the world, but also be engaged in the show. And that's what the you know that's what the old COVID time marvel and star wars shows were right it's like we had nothing else going on but that was only mando season one uh, even season well season two came out like two years afterwards but still it's like between like during covid and for the from i'd say 2020 to 2022 in that two-year time period we had a lot more shows that people were excited to watch that sparked conversation that kind of distracted us from the outside world yeah i'd agree and now it's like we they've 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 changed the ingredients in the uh in the cookie recipe and now it's like the content that we're getting yeah like we're getting big named actors and stuff like that and and we've been waiting forever for like hell secret wars was announced how long ago right like when they first announced all of like the big Marvel TV shows, right? But Secret Wars is so delayed because of what's happening with Jonathan Majors. Yeah. So it's like after a while, it's like these things lose their excitement and then people kind of forget about them. Like I didn't even know that Secret Wars came out until no, Secret Invasion or Secret Invasion. Sorry, Secret Invasion. I didn't even know that Secret Invasion came out until I saw someone post a meme on Reddit. Like <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess this is out. Huh? We're, we're watching this now. Cool. 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see how the, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Um, like, can you even think of like, what is the next big thing that we're supposed to be excited for? Um, no, but I will say that 
out of the last few blockbuster films to come out, they've all fallen flat. We've had we have Indiana Jones that is getting reviewed poorly, Transformers that is making no money, The Flash, which is a bomb, like apparently just awful, unless you're one of six people who loved it. And like, I want to watch it solely for Keaton Batman, but I'm mm-hmm. going to fucking wait until it's free. Yeah, I mean, I was invited to go and watch that movie in theaters at the local theater. Uh, and as much as I would uh, love to go out with some friends and, you know, go to the movies like we used to when we were kids, I just can't justify paying money to go see that movie. Sure. Not only if it was like if sure, if even if I was like a huge Flash fan, I I can't support Ezra Miller and you know, what he's yeah. done in, in the past, right? Like, I, I can't overlook that, and I don't, I don't want to support an actor. That if I acted that like time. that, I would lose my job. Exactly, right? So, um, anyways, so you know what you need a job for, though? That? Buying new games in July. Maybe. <laughs> I was going to say, like, the last point on the TV thing is, like, yeah. the one thing I've been really enjoying is playing story-based games as our segue. So yeah. I, I just played um, like over the weekend because I was sick. I fired up Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and I kind of already want to do the new game plus right away to 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 go look for all the things that I missed and get all my trophies. Honestly, it like aside from the repetitive um, voice acting every once in a while, if you're in a longer battle, mm-hmm. the game is refreshing. The game is fun. Mm hmm. I wasn't a huge fan at first of like the the tactical side of thing. Well, not tactical, but like you know how um, uh, you have to be that? a little. You have to be more strategic in the battles because there's there's well, other you, stuff. Because it's not you just have running to use your, your partner's special abilities, right? Yeah, and they yeah. always they always warn you. Like Drax will be like Peter Quill, put me into battle, but he's already fighting, right? And then you mm-hmm. have to ask him to use his ability. It kind of reminds me of. Um, What's that Marvel game that came out for the Switch? And I can't think of it right now. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. Right? So while you're fighting, you can like control um, your AI players to, mm-hmm. to do certain attacks. So that part of the battling was fine. Some of the um, the battling got a little repetitive. Because you're just like you're you're running into a big empty area and you're like, oh, there's things hanging from the ceiling. I guess I get to fight now. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a ton of puzzles you had to figure out or anything. It was just all around like a good, fun story. Mm-hmm. Um, my other half was like sitting there. She's like, didn't you play this part already? Because there was like a dream sequence. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the way the game's going. But she's like, oh, this story's kind of fun. It's like guard- Guardians-y. Mm-hmm. And like they followed the uh, like more comic accurate animation too, which was really cool. Yeah, the character designs and whatnot. Just, just overall, it was a, it was a fun play. I mean, like I've been playing uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, right? Again, for that that reason, like the story for that is actually pretty good. And the Ratchet and Clank games are just fun to go around and smash things up. But it is a fun game because the story is engaging. And uh, I think I think during the summer, like we don't play as many games as we normally would just because, you know, we want to spend time outside and, and doing other things. But when this is where kind of being a fan of multiple mediums, right? Like being fans of TV shows and movies and video games. When one aspect of that is, is lacking, then we have other avenues that we can explore and, and make up for that stuff. And just, if you can think of like how many games get released that we don't play, right? Just because we don't have time or we're not interested in it, but how many of them have amazing stories that if, we spent the same amount of time playing these games and exploring the stories as we did watching these shows. I feel like we would be, you know, we would just have, we would have the same amount, if not more enjoyment from playing those games, because not only are you enjoying a story, you're interacting with it as well, which takes yeah. it to the whole next level. Right. But yeah. Anyway, segue into uh, games coming out in July. Okay. <laughs> play your play your damn song uh what song are you talking about the one that you love the one that Picking i adore strangers now let me tell you about the dangers if you don't like taking chances then you better keep moving on my friend
That one, eh? Oh, all right. So, <laughs> uh, as always, the rules are very simple. We forget that Game Pass and PS Plus exist. We are focusing 100% on if we would buy it at launch, or if, sorry, if we would pre-order it, play it at launch, wait for the review, or just say whatever. So, pre-order, wait for review, or hard pass. Starting off with the game that everybody cares about, The Settlers New Allies. Strategy it's game. It's a uh, real-time strategy city-building game. Uh, I, I, I would actually fuck with it. I like those kind of games. I play Civ on a regular basis. Yeah, it, it looks it looks pretty fun. But I also get it's, bored a lot playing Sim or Civ. Well, yeah, that's like a different type. That's a turn-based strategy, right? So real-time strategies have a little bit more of uh, urgency in there. Um, but uh, this is something that I would probably just wait for a sale, though. Yeah, to, I think it'll be, be totally relatively cheap. It is a reboot, mm. so... Um, uh what we got next there's not a lot of like big named games that are coming out in uh in july on on uh same day that this episode's released legend of heroes trails into revere uh i think it's just a a remake or it's a port like the game came out in 2020 on the playstation 4 so now it's coming out on uh ps5 so yeah. I mean, if you haven't played it already, it's a what is it? It's like a turn-based RPG or something like that. I don't know. Uh, probably never gonna play it. <laughs> Fair enough. Me, me neither. I won't be playing uh, Mordo or Oxenfree Lost Signals either. Lost Signals is a, a, a point-and-click graphic adventure game developed by Night School and published by Netflix Games. So we might actually see it on Netflix, uh, depending on if your Netflix is compatible with games. I know my Netflix portal on my television isn't, but if my if I watch Netflix on my Apple TV, it is compatible with playing games. I mean, have you seen uh, gameplay for Mordo? Mord, no. Mord, Mordhow or something? Like that? It's a it multiplayer medieval hack and slash fighting game. It actually looks kind of fun. I mean, we're so used to... Uh, first person shooters of like with like modern weapons or like world war two or something like that. I mean, go watch some, some uh, gameplay footage of this game. It, it looks like chaotic and, and kind of fun. Actually. Uh, I would, I would totally play this game at least for like a Saturday afternoon or something like that. It just looks silly and f- stupid. I do like silly and stupid games, but that's why golf with friends exists. That's true. Um, what do we got next? On the 13th, we have Gravity Circuit, uh, Chuho New World, Ed- or Edo Zombie Uprising, and at Atler Marie remake, The Alchemist of Salberg. Uh, we got yeah. a lot of like third part or like third party indies dropping. I mean, like there's not a whole lot, but now the big one actually coming up is Exo Primal. That's uh, coming up. It's a third person shooter. Coming out for PS4, PS5, Windows, Xbox One, Series X. It's a it's a player versus player versus environment game. It's like a, a, a multiplayer. So we got some Battlefield vibes here. Yeah, like I'm getting like futuristic Battlefield vibes. Like, well, I guess Battlefield in itself is is now futuristic. But like these are these are like uh, I don't know. You got like mech suits and stuff like that or not even mech suit like it kind of has a titanfall vibe a little bit yeah uh it looks like it'll be a a fun little multiplayer game i mean it probably won't sell very well or like or hell it might sell really well but like people forget about it quickly but you can yeah you can get like this like like iron man suits that's what they're like and you fight dinosaurs well, they're exoskeleton suits. That's what it yeah, that's is. That's true. Uh, I mean, the fact that you fight dinosaurs, I'm down. I think we need more maybe, dinosaur games. Maybe we'll see if it's couch co-op and play it in August. Yeah. If it's, if it's not insanely priced. Um, I mean, we, for that one, like I know it's it's coming to Game Pass on day one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yep. Uh, Lisa, Definitive Edition. Uh, Lisa the Painful is a 2014 post-apocalyptic role-playing game. 
So see, see, this like, is the year are, of the remake. Yeah, and these it's are coming all out these on Switch, so it's yeah. fine. So the big so far the, the the biggest releases in July, uh we have Pikmin 4 coming out on the 21st. Are you picking it up? Are you Pikminning it up? Uh you know what? The thing is is about Pikmin or Nintendo games in general is that uh they rarely ever go on sale. So I mean, if I buy it day one or if I buy it six months later, I'm paying the same price. Uh unless I'm lucky and I get it for like ten percent off. Um, I did pre-order the physical edition of Pikmin 1 and 2. Uh, and that comes out in September. So I probably won't pick up Pikmin 4 until after I get those. And I kind of like replay them. You're ruining every attempt for a pun. It's Pikmin it. I will not Pikmin it up. Until Neither will I. A while but from now. It's funny you bring up the the, the prices of Nintendo games. Because did you see the Nintendo Summer Sale? What games came out or got dropped to fifty nine ninety nine? Oh no! You got one? your Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. You got your Mario uh, Maker Two. You got your Super Mario Party Ten. Lame. Yeah, same things every every time. It's right? so stupid. Uh, on the twenty fifth, we have Remnant Two coming out. Did you ever play Remnant? I did for Remnant a little from bit. The Ash- yeah, Remnant from the Ashes came out in ni- 2019. Um, so the sequels—it's just this generation too. You know, what? I if you haven't noticed, there's a lot more new games that are coming out just for PS5 and Xbox and Windows. Yeah, uh, which is good. Yeah, it's it's allowing developers to take advantage of the current gen hardware rather than having to to. Um, sacrifice performance and stuff like that for uh, previous gen. Uh, for the Sony fans, uh, you'll be lucky to know that your console exclusive Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is no longer be uh, class, uh, PlayStation exclusive. It's coming out on Windows on the 26th. And the mod community apparently is so fucking stoked. That really? They're like... Yeah, so I was reading a post on Reddit and they're like, I can't wait to mod this game. And here's why. So people have like screenshots of Master Chief running through it, being a haha, Sony, another thing we're taking from you. Oh, that's funny. It's, it's great because like the Xbox community right now is just, they're getting the shit kicked out of them by Sony fanboys who mm-hmm. just don't understand anything. Mm-hmm. And they're taking it like absolute champs. So I think this will be pretty funny. Um, Double Dragon Gideon, uh, Gideon, Gideon, Gaiden. Rise of the Dragons. It's a beat em up game. Did you ever play the Double Dragon games? Oh, a long time ago on Game Boy? On Game Boy? Dude, we had Double I mean, Dragon and on the Game Boy in the toilet when we were at, um, like, at my house in college. Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, on the Game Boy in the toilet? We we used to have... You remember my uh, my townhouse? Yeah. We had a game on the bottom floor bathroom, which was just the toilet. We used to have uh, a box of Game Boy games and a Game Boy Advance and a Game Boy Color and a box of batteries. So if you were in there <laughs> visiting, you could play games. And we had a Pokemon game in there for two years. And the only rules were anybody who walked like we're playing it. You could play it while you were you're going to the bathroom. Yeah. But you'd have to just advance the story. That's funny. Like uh, I had some friends over for an ultimate tournament. And we thought somebody went missing. We're like, where'd you go? They're like, oh, I was in the bathroom for like 45 minutes. We're like, are you okay? They're like, yeah, I was just beating a gym. <laughs> We're yeah, like, right. True. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of excited for this one because I love the, the old Double Dragon games. Um, and I mean, this looks like it's pretty much Super Nintendo or, or, or Game Boy Advance graphics, but uh, these, these games are classics anyways. It reminds me of... Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant the Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Uh, So after that, we got Koa and the Five Pirates of Mara. I don't know. That's uh, coming out. Probably another remake. This game doesn't even have a blue link on uh, the website we're using. You know what? I think this was a Kickstarter. Yeah, it was a Kickstarter game from uh, a little while ago. Well, if you're you're not done with that, you can play Disney Illusion Island on the Nintendo Switch. A platformer illusion known in Japan as I Love Mickey Mouse is a series of platforming video games developed and published by Sega. They're old. 
games that are just being remade again. <laughs> and it's funny that because uh, the the last games to really actually it's a new game on the 31st. We got F1 Manager 2023 for people who don't like racing, but you like to manage racing. And then we have Ry- uh, Rise of the Triad Ludicrous Edition. Now, did you ever play Rise of the Triad games? No absolute shot. Man, I remember the what is it the first or second level of the original Rise of the Triad where if you had got or if you could fly, you could get God mode and then yeah. you just had that golden hand for the rest of the game. Yeah. Oh my god, this so, game's back. Yeah. Uh, now the, I have Rise of the Triad. There's a remake, like a 3D remake that they that they made. Um, what's it called? I think it's just called literally called Rise of the Triad. Dude, it's Rise of the Triad Dark War is literally the same graphics as before. Oh my god, a hundred percent play, hundred thousand million percent play. Do you get to fly up to the top? Uh, probably. So, the in 2013, there was a remake of Rise of the Triad, but in 3D, and I have it on Steam. It's a lot of fun. It it really holds true to the uh, the classic kind of like. Uh, I don't know, old school first person shooter style of stuff, but um, Rise of the Triad. I'm definitely going to pick up <laughs> Rise of the Triad Ludicrous Edition. I remember having Luda. <laughs> <laughs> Ludicrous Edition. Yeah, like actually Ludicrous, not just Ludicrous. Um, I remember having this on as a uh, a shareware demo disc on the three. I got it from a PC oh, Gamer magazine, yeah. I think. Yeah, and it was like the first two missions or something like that. And I played the shit out of that. I never actually had the full game until a few years later when I found uh, it on uh, what it was like the Walmart bargain bin. Like where you could buy like the games that were just in the the single jewel case. Yeah, like five bucks. I found it in there. And that's the the first time I played like past the second the second level. So, uh, you know, what? overall, July is uh it's kind of lackluster and uh spoiler alert, August isn't looking too much better, but come September, holy crap, get, uh, get your pants ready because <laughs> they're going to be filled. Yeah. Rise with, of the yeah. triad had like the same animation style as like Wolfenstein or yeah, doom like doom. I would say doom's probably, uh, I, re- I remember this. I've, I've literally got a walkthrough of the first level up. And I remember how hard it was for me to figure out right away. But like, there's all the elevators that kind of take you up. And if you go up there, you can get the hand. It's called the hand of God. The hand it's of God. It's not God mode. It was the hand of God. Yeah. And you got that glowing. Bruh, I'm so excited right now because I had no idea this was even on the radar. Oh, yeah. Man, this game is so good. Should uh, I get it on PC for the lulls? Yeah, why not? I wonder if it has... Well, I don't know. Is there a demo? I'm sure there's a demo. It's got to have some multiplayer. My God, my brother and I played this all the time between that. And like, this is a really weird story, but we used to have this, like this green CD player that had a tape player. And um, when we were younger, we were limited to the music we could listen to. So like the music that was purchased for us was a lot of like boy bands. Um, And like, if we listened to the radio, we were allowed to listen to like certain radio stations. We weren't allowed to listen to like, I think it was called Fresh FM at the time where there'd be like a little bit of rap and that was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were younger, right? Like this this mm-hmm. game probably came out when I was like eight years old or something. Something like that, yeah. And I remember there's there's like this one Doom level. I think it's like Doom levels two or three where you kind of go through that lava pit and it's like a it's like a jagged S and you go through it and then you like climb the stairs, find the key card and go. But if you did IDKFA, it was fine because you didn't mm. need like you were fine anyways. Mm-hmm. I just always think of like the fact that we were listening to a Hanson cassette while we were playing this. <laughs> so you'd be like playing and just bop it away to Umbop while you were playing PC games. <gasps> He's got hand of God. He's got hand of God. I just have this out of the back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know what Sean's going to be doing after we record this episode is, uh, uh leaving this hot ass <laughs> room. Dreaming um, of dreaming of rise of the triad, man. I forgot this game even existed. This is so awesome. And you it's like, what's funny. It's one of those games that I have fond memories of playing, but every so often I forget about it until I'm just kind of browsing through my Steam library and I'm like, oh man, I can play Rise of the Triad. 
Man, what was that gun called that shot the fire rocket that like swept to the ground? I think it was like the drunk rocket or something like that. I don't know. It's so, yeah, fires heat seeking missiles in a drunken manner. It's just on the screen. So stupid. But I- I've clearly lost all focus in the episode. And I just <laughs> yeah. want to watch Rise of the Triad stuff forever. I'm surprised that there's not like a Rise of the Triad movie. Maybe. I don't think I was like, <laughs> I don't think I was able to comprehend the story back in the day. No, I think you're just fighting like they're not Nazis, but they're like, they're like, they're like Nazis. Rise of the Triad is literally a Wolfenstein clone. Oh, yeah. But, but. they're they're a cult that aren't Nazis. They're like Nazi squared. <laughs> they're square Nazis. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. All right. Well, guys, that is it for us. We have a very exciting episode coming up next week that we've been planning and planning uh, where we're going to talk a little bit about Nintendo. So it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to we're going to record that one soon, um, which is super duper duper exciting. Uh, and David's going to be bachelored or bachelor partied. So we're going to have a lot of fun. We'll tell you some stories that we're allowed to tell you. And uh, that's it for us. We want to thank you for listening as always for myself wow he's a very nice and david that hansel's so hot right now we want to thank you for listening and we will catch you on the next episode of the scene on screen podcast